0: In a world where standing six feet apart is recommended, Podcasticon rose from the ashes in January of 2021 for the first audio-only pop culture convention. Well, fear not. This summer, Retrofied Magazine and Podcasticon present Blockbuster, Uh a one-day-only convention where guests and podcast hosts come together to talk about the movies and experiences that we all love. There will be panels about Blockbuster movies, and even a parade. Follow at PodcastCon on Instagram and Twitter, and subscribe to Podcasticon on all podcasting platforms. Retrofied Magazine and Podcasticon present
1: Blockbuster
0: on July 3rd, 2021. The one-day audio-only pop culture convention to end all one-day audio-only pop culture conventions. Brian Breaker. Your little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my
1: gender. Friends since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with this phone. F- you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say
0: WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. <laughs> Harry Potter erotica.
1: Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour.
0: Uh, yeah. Breaker and power. Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to bowser With the vestigial gallants and suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from Dallas Put in the stick in the shower, break a rim, base power, how are Yeah, hello Uh, oh. hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show Uh, yeah Hello, hello Hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are rolling sound It is episode 385, big underscore Bane 15 away from 400 That's right, at Breaker and Bane's Power Hour I, of course, am Brian Breaker And joining me as always... Big underscore Bane, what's going on, man? Dude, not a whole lot. You said fifteen away from four hundred. It's crazy, isn't it? It is super, super crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, like the wrestler. Like the wrestler. Exactly.
1: We are, uh, we are rapidly approaching four hundred episodes. Never would have thought, ever in a million years, that would happen. But we are close. Yep. We got some wrestling talk this week. We got some movie talk. We got some toy talk. Of course, we're going to be uh, announcing some more information. For Beach Bods and Backbreakers. Yes, we are. It's going to be quite the summer spectacular, as it were. Yep. And then our best fictional pro wrestling, t- uh, the tournament's still ongoing, man. It's, it is. It's going to be a nail-biter. Yep. Got a, We're going to have the results of that, plus the next uh, the next uh, matchup. So that'll be a lot of fun to dive into, plus the mm-hmm. next AEW figure we're going to dive into. We're going to talk about some uh, Jungle Boy action. Yeah. So um, I'm kind of curious to see what you say about this one. It's pretty pretty fun little figure. Yeah. Uh, it's hot as hell right now. It sure is, Breaker. You're not as soon as you walked in today, you're like, It's too hot or you yep. said something to that yep. effect. It is too damn hot outside. You're tank topping it, I can see. Yep. It's, I like that uh, NWO
0: tank, man. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. These chalk line tank tops are a little bit uh slim fitting. Snug. A little yeah, snuggy. Yeah, but uh they are a lot also a lot more comfortable and breathy. Breezy than, you know, your normal cotton. I liked breathy better. How yeah, you should have stuck with that one. But uh it's a. Uh, you know, it's an actual jersey, right? It's like material. a jersey mesh style, yeah. yeah. And so, you know, if you look hard enough, you could see nipples, but don't look hard enough. Um, <laughs> well, now I can't not look. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like the material, man. It's it's uh, it's nice on these hot days. How many of those you have? You have a couple of them. Uh, yeah, just the two. They're just the two. Okay. Yeah, because you wore one, one last time, so uh, you're yeah. recycling. I get it. Yeah, I have this one and the raw. as War one. Um, I thought about getting more, but like, I don't want the Hogan one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they don't make
1: a ton of those though, they do they? They don't.
0: Yeah, they really don't. There there's a couple more that I've thought about, but like this one and the Raw is War one are the only ones I was like, yeah, I really want those. Yeah, the Raw is War is cool. Yeah. A Nitro cool. one would be fun. I although the Raw is War one, I don't think I'll ever wear out in public again except for maybe here. I wore it to uh the Dollar General and some fine folks at the Dollar General. Shout out to the yeah, DJ. Yeah, yeah, I was at the self-checkout there, which they've added a self-checkout, which is fantastic. Um, I got done, and there was this freaking neckbeard behind me, and his greatest Silence of the Lamb voice was like, that's a badass shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I just looked, thanks, pal. Thanks. I just walked away. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, God, I kept waiting for him to hand me a... Bottle of lotion. Would you like a blow pop? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he would say that, yeah. but it, I feel like it would be something it, freaky like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I got some candy in my van. It's a nice shirt. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. I'm never wearing this out in public again. That's
1: the weird thing about feels feel so objectified. <laughs> the second you wear anything wrestler-based yeah. or like that, anywhere in public there's a guy that used to work at walmart i haven't seen him in a while anytime i'd wear like a graphic tee uh, oh yeah i remember that guy you know he'd always like like looking so i'd started like turning my shoulder like like no don't read my shirt he stopped me for like five
0: minutes because of a legends of zelda shirt yes. and i don't even like legends of zelda it's like a loot crate shirt it was right? a loot crate shirt yeah, yeah.
1: I, I i don't know like it's that's the weirdest thing about a good t-shirt it's like i like it because i like people to be like ha. Awesome. But yeah. it's like I don't want you to comment on it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let me leave let me live my it's life. It's literally
0: like our like not men in general, but like our equivalent of like women who have really like big breasts and they flaunt them. Yes. Like they, they want you to look, but they don't want you to comment. Or yes. stare too long. Yes, yes, <laughs> That's exactly. That's exactly how it is. It really is. It's a it's a very
1: it's a very it's like How dare you read my shirt? Yes. <laughs> you know?
0: I literally feel objectified. Yeah, it's it's so strange. <laughs> or they start saying something I'm gonna get so much heat for that comment.
1: Oh yeah. But it, it's it's the truth though. I mean, in a lot of ways. Um, I was gonna tell you this. I, I posted this on Instagram. I was, uh, you know, I, I mentioned last week. I found some of my uh, WWF Hasbro figures yes. in my parents' attic, so I went, d- you know, diving through again to see if I could find some more stuff. I found three Tiger Electronics games, Bane. Oh boy! So I found Mortal Kombat. Okay. Which I knew that I had. Yeah. I found baseball. Okay. Which I also knew that I had, but then I found uh, Monster Jam Shack Attack.
0: Oh, I remember that one.
1: I totally forgot I had that until I yeah. saw it. I was like, "Whoa!" Here's the good news. All the batteries are corroded, right? Of course. Obviously. My dad had a pair of AA's, so I popped them in there. All three of them work. Nice. Been in the attic for 20 years, probably. How crazy is that? Very crazy. I thought that was that was quite a little fine. Now, here's even better. A lot of those are going for like 35 40 bucks on eBay. Nice. So I could sell those bad boys. Yeah. But do
0: I want to? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, they're know. total crap. Of I mean, course, yeah. But they're, they're Tiger Electronic Games. <laughs> they're so much fun, though.
1: Yeah. So, so much fun. Well, big underscore Bane, we got some uh, wrestling talk. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Well, here I am again, talking a little pro wrestling while breaker and Bane take a little break, cracking them, buying energies. Listen to me, you two sons of bitches. Get ready to talk wrestling. Stone cold out. Oh hell yeah!
0: Thanks, Stone Cold. Shout out to Stone
1: Cold, big underscore Bane. We got a few wrestling topics here. Not a lot, but I feel like we can uh, we get some mileage out of this. Eva Marie has returned to Raw. Yes. We knew this was happening, of course, with some vignettes and stuff. Now, I'm not watching week to week. I don't think you are either. I did turn it on last night, though. Oh, or did not you? Last night. This, this afternoon, while I was eating, I turned it on. I gotcha. The Hulu replay, I assume? Yes. Um, so, Eva Marie's back on Raw. She's got Piper. Is it Nevin? Nevin or Niven? As yeah, like her uh, lackey of sorts. I don't know the story there. She's the one that wrestles. Right. Eva doesn't wrestle. And then like lets her
0: do all the dirty work, and but even Marie takes the credit for the win. I gotcha. So it's kind of like a Mean Girls, yes, thing, which is probably the smartest idea on WWE's part because right, if she can't wrestle, then you probably shouldn't have her in the ring.
1: <laughs> Isn't that a weird concept though? Yeah. Why Why bring someone back that actually is not probably very good because she's hot. I agree, but it's there's something about that. I'm mean, like, is this is this just weird? Yeah. I don't know. It's very weird. That's just wrestling. I think though, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know, like the, it's weird to me though. And I, and again, this might be difference of opinion for some people, but why release like women that are legitimately good in the ring to bring her back? Who is not? Yeah. Is it Cause she's making waves in Hollywood and done a couple of movies now. And has and she, she's, yeah, but nothing big,
0: but okay. maybe it's like, Ooh, she might make it big. Let's try to capitalize. I don't know. I, here's my thought process on that though. The Rock and John Cena don't come back to WWE when they're making shit tons of movies.
1: No, exactly.
0: They come during the off periods when they don't have nothing going on. Yeah. If Eva Marie's making waves in Hollywood, she wouldn't be in WWE right now. Right. So she clearly ain't doing that good. Um,
1: I think it's been like direct-to-DVD stuff. It's nothing nothing crazy. Right. To be fair. So like what The
0: Miz does, basically. Probably, yeah. Okay. And,
1: And so it's one of those things where I'm like, okay, you bring her back, but you release like Mickey James and mm-hmm. Ruby riot and, and a few others. Yeah. Um, like, okay. Yeah. And I get like, she's a different t- type of talent than Ruby riot. Right. I get that. But Ruby riot, like everyone talks about how great she was mm-hmm. and also how good in the ring she was. Yeah. But it's like, well, well even Marie is going to get magazine covers, you know? So I don't know if that's part of it. Cause there's always going to be that, that stigma in pro wrestling, right? There's always going to be, the guy that's got the muscles is always going to be more over than the guy that doesn't, even though
0: that guy is a much better performer. Here's the, here's the interesting thing I find about that. Cause you know, and I totally get what you're saying about Eva Marie, but like Eva Marie is not the only one who is that level of attractive on that roster. I agree. Like there are like at least eight that I can think of right off the top of my head who are that level of attractive, and can still wrestle in the ring, right? So like it's 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 bizarre to me that, and I feel like they released one with Mickey James, right? Like she was just as hot to me, and so it's weird to me that they would like. Well,
1: and I think they pushed Mickey, Mickey James out because of age to a degree,
0: because she's forty one. Even Marie's our age; she's thirty five. Yeah, yeah, but forty one, she don't look forty. No, I agree. And so it's just I don't know, but WWE has always been a young person's company, right. like, and so it's. I don't know. It's it's bizarre, but I I see why they did it, I guess, but I don't know. I feel like you you got somebody like uh Sasha Banks who could be your magazine cover girl like mm-hmm. for any of those fitness magazines you got she's got a star wars figure coming out right. she's kind of crossing she's, all those barriers as she, far as entertainment is concerned she is like your x-factor star to me and then you also I think have, charlotte too well charlotte yeah for sure i mean but then i feel like also to alexa bliss yeah is like your perfect like blonde hair blue eyes i mean like whatever you envision you know what i mean like right. that's that's somebody I would expect them to go with right, for your magazine covers too. And so it's, I don't know, it is bizarre that they would get rid of these incredible talents to bring back somebody like Eva Marie. And I'm not saying that like Eva Marie doesn't have any kind of talent in the ring. It's just clearly they don't have faith in her because otherwise they wouldn't bring in Piper to wrestle for her. Well,
1: and yeah, I mean, and she might, hopefully she's been training in her downtime, but I also look at this like, um, so when the rock returned, when Goldberg returned, WWE put in, or the Undertaker too. They put in rings in like their Mm -hmm. warehouses or whatever. The Rock had one on set. Joe Hennig and Brian Myers and guys like that would travel down there on WWE's dime and train with him to get Mm -hmm. him ready for a ring return. I can't imagine they didn't offer that to Goldberg. Yeah, but I guarantee you, he was like nah. Yeah, and I and I and maybe not, but it's like you needed it the most. Yeah. And you turn and I'm I'm not saying they didn't offer, but had he asked, would they have done that? I think one hundred percent. Absolutely. To get him ready so that he doesn't hurt himself. Yeah. Or one of their biggest names in the history of the business and drop him on his head. Yeah, I think they would have. But right. it's one of those weird things where it's like, you know, with Eva Marie, like has she been training and maybe, I don't know. And
0: And I, I know even when before she left this last time she was training a little bit with Brian Kendrick, trying to Mm -hmm. get better. Mm -hmm. And I felt like she did improve. Like she did get a little bit better, but unfortunately like she didn't improve enough to be good. Yeah. And so I this could also just be a storyline for the time being. And it absolutely could be because that it's kind of similar to the storyline they had before she got released. Because if you remember, like she just constantly had reasons why she couldn't wrestle before she got released and then they just ended up dropping the story. So um, I, it could be, Part of a storyline, and maybe she'll get back in the ring and actually be good. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, WWE put out a new edict. No cold
1: matches on television. They want every match to have a story. Um, I'm cool with that. Yeah, but to try to fill a three-hour Raw and every match has a story, not easy to do. Even if it's something as little as me and you're walking backstage and I bump into you. And I, how dare you? Watch where you're walking, pal. I'll see you in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, maybe that's better
0: than nothing, right? Yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I think they might start giving a little bit more freedom to the guys. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, probably not that much freedom, but maybe like, hey, you guys start your own Twitter beefs.
1: Well, and I remember watching a pay-per-view back in the early 2000s, and it was Matt Hardy when he was like the Mattitude character and mm-hmm. real pompous and all that stuff. And he was backstage and he had done something shitty. And he was talking about it and Maven walks by and he's like, Oh, you got something to say? And he's like, yeah, I don't like your attitude. Oh, you don't like my attitude, huh? You know, like maybe you should follow my attitude or whatever it was. Ends up like, basically like, well, I'll see you tonight yeah. in the ring. It's a super cold match, but at least they have now a reason right why they're wrestling, which right. I think like you talked before about like WCW pay-per-views. It's like, Oh, it's Oz versus Bill Kazmaier. Yeah. Why? Well, because they're big guys, you know, like why not give them a reason?
0: Yeah. Something. Well, and. And I never, like, the the week-to-week shows never bothered me to have cold matches. Right. That never really bugged me. It was the pay-per-views. That was the biggest issue I had was, like, you would see, you know...
1: Pay-per-view's built more upon matches than than Raw is. Raw's a, a continuing story. So if there's no story in this match, there might be at the end. Right. You know, and, right. and pay-per-views, but that's the culmination.
0: Right. But well, I was talking about WCW pay-per-views. Oh, like, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, like, you know, you would watch, like, an old Halloween Havoc or something like that, and then the, it would just be some, like, random filler match that had zero story. Wrath versus Ming. Right. And it's like, this should have been li- Saturday Night's main event. I like Wrath, but what the hell's going on here? Right. And so it's, it, you know, that, that, that happened a lot with WCW pay-per-views. So that's something I've never been a, been a big fan of. So I, I don't mind this at all, but that is going to be difficult to do that for your Raw and SmackDown and things like that. One real quick thing I want to, I want to tell you. So I was, um, you know, Cello Toys. We
1: talked about the Adam Bomb figure. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, definitely on board for that one. Sure. I read in the comments of one of the posts that they were, like, Wrath and Chronic are definitely coming, too. Yeah. Here's my question. Could they possibly get the rights to Brian Adams to do a chronic two-pack? Well, that's, a,
0: that's what I was wondering. Do we, do we want just... What the hell just happened? I don't know. <laughs> um, do we want just the... Uh, uh, I'm totally... Brian Clark? Or do we want both of them? As I feel like it needs to be both of them, right? Yeah. I mean... I, I feel know. like it, too. I
1: mean, I, I would rather have both versions of Wrath right. than chronic without his partner. Right, that would be to me like, hey, we're releasing Marty Janetti. It's like, well, no, I, I, want, I want the Rockers, you know? Right. So, because Wrath, the Mortis version of Wrath was really cool, but the Ice version of Wrath was really cool too. Yeah, I would like both actually. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen there? I thought that was an interesting bit of uh, bit of news there. Also, too, apparently this fall the WWE has at least plans. I don't know if anything's officially announced, but they have plans to return to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Of course, we know that there's been several shows there over the past few years and of course that got they had one in early 2020 which was super showdown and then that pretty much ended after you know the COVID stuff mm-hmm. and so they had planned a fall 2020 show that didn't happen an early 2021 show was also planned of course that didn't happen so now they're thinking fall 2021 is going to be the return to saudi arabia um i don't know like i know they have like a 10-year deal i assume those couple of years that they, or that year or so that they couldn't go was
0: probably paused. Hopefully for I, their sake, not, but, but I mean, I'm sure you're excited about this. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, you know, I, I got nothing against, uh, you know, WWE traveling all over the world. But when you go to a, a place like that and you put your guys in danger, yeah. Fuck you.
1: The, uh, the hostage situation last time really made me, yeah. Um, It made me realize, like,
0: hmm. Yeah. You know, like, this is...
1: And, you know, it's a lot of those guys that voiced that they weren't happy. Hmm. Isn't that weird they all got released? Yeah. Yeah. Like... Fuck WWE for going back there. That's... And, and I mean, I know everyone may have an opinion. Like, oh, they weren't really held hostage. and, And that some of the people in the company have said, no, that's not what happened. But, I mean, like, where there's smoke, there's fire.
0: And... Dude, enough of, enough of the boys said that they, like, that was the case. So, yeah, I trust them yeah. over uh, uh, an official press release. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those really weird things where it's like, that's... I can't wait for that Dark Side of
1: the Ring episode. Oh, you know it has got to be coming. Yeah. They're doing the plane ride from hell. Yeah. So, you know that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there'll probably be one on Lars Sullivan, too, actually.
0: (laughs) He's got enough issues Probably Velveteen Dream, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, talk about a freaking guy that was destined to make huge money. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't quite happen. But the whole Saudi Arabia thing. So I remember when they furry first time they went, they did that Greatest Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. It didn't really dawn on me there. I remember my dad saying, like, are going to Saudi Arabia? I'm like, yeah. I was like, yeah. And he's like, really? It's kind of like a different world over there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, and then I, and I, at that point they were selling, like, we're trying to change the perception of Saudi Arabia. This is a way to bring peace and all that other stuff. And, and initially, like, I was like, okay, I get this. And then the second show they did, if you remember, that's around the time. I don't know. Well, was it the second show. It was around the time that that guy got killed Yeah, over there. Was that the second show? I don't know. If it was, was it. around that same time. Yeah. It was like the crown jewel show. It was, uh, but
0: it was like literally like right before they were going.
1: Yeah. yeah. And and so like they did that show and like the whole time never even announced they were in Saudi Arabia. Yep. So you kind of assume well that's it. Yeah. And then they went back and then they mm-hmm. went back again. And it's just mm-hmm. like it's that weird I don't really know what to say about it other than it's like this is so money driven that you're not really even thinking Well in logically.
0: And you see it's money driven by the matches. Yes. You see that it's not like story driven at all. Otherwise we wouldn't have had DX versus undertaker and Kane. Yeah. We wouldn't have had Goldberg versus the undertaker. And think, I'm
1: sh- I'm sure they were probably possibly looking at sting doing something there. I'm sure. Um, but Steve is probably a hell of a lot smarter and be like, I'm not going there. <laughs> well, well, and that's like, I'm sure like looking at everything's hindsight's 2020. Right. But I'm sure he's probably like, you know what? I'm much rather wrestle at Daly's place than, the kingdom of saudi arabia. Yeah, cuz he's actually being utilized in a decent way. He's not his character's not being destroyed. Well, and I I mean, I'm again, I'm an <laughs> AEW apologist. I, I will always say that, but I dig the fact that he's working more under under established guys, uh-huh. b- making them bigger stars and in the process he's teaming with Darby Allen, mm-hmm. making him a bigger star. Like I would love to see them have a run with the tag titles. Yep. I'd like to see him wrestle Cody and I'd like to see him wrestle Jericho and if at that point he's like, "Okay, I'm done." I'm like, awesome. You made a I, run out
0: of it. Good job. I appreciate the fact that AEW has kind of given him a redemption story from that WWE run, mm-hmm. and which is weird because that's what exactly what he was worried about. Yeah, and well, and yeah, he he honestly just proved his assumptions right, mm-hmm. and and this is the first time I'll ever say this, but thank God for AEW because otherwise that would have been the last thing we knew of Sting. Mm-hmm. Is he just got his whole career just pfft, NWB. I haven't watched that match in a while the
1: WrestleMania match but I remember even thinking like so the NWO is coming to Sting's aid.
0: Yes and I remember watching that the first. Main,
1: the main group that he feuded with.
0: It was like literally the group that was trying to kill his company in the beginning. Yeah. And he hated loathed until the Wolfpack came around. Yeah. But yeah it was like the main driving force for why we have the Sting we have now was the NWO. And then they come to his aid. <laughs> See, it was it, such a weird story. It, it was a super weird story. It was a I, fun nostalgia act, but like that he, was it. I
1: think it would have been better if the click came out to help Triple H, and yes. then it was like Booker T, DDP, yes. Bring bringing Buff Bagwell. He ain't doing shit. You know, like apparently he's got to get permission from his mama though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Though, yeah. like. Like, the WCW loyalist. Like, right. that, to me, would have been kind of a cool thing. That's who it should have been. It should have been your Ric Flair, DDP,
0: B- Booker T.
1: And, I, and, I, and you want if you wanted to put Hogan in there, like, because he's not a click fan. Right. Like, you're not like, which side's he on? And he gives Sting, you know, like, the power handshake or something. And then, right. But also Sting did the
0: job. And it's like... And that was, that was the main thing. Like, I get that they wanted to put that one final nail in the coffin that's already been buried for 20 years. But, like... Sting needed to win. You know what I mean? He Triple did. H didn't need to win that match. I mean... Well, and then, like, the, you finished him with hitting him in the head with a sledgehammer.
1: And then afterwards, you guys shake hands and everyone's cool. It's like, no, you hit him in the head with a sledgehammer.
0: Just saying, Breaker, if you ever hit me in the head with a sledgehammer, I ain't shaking your hand. Well, yeah. I mean, like, that's... I mean, it was attempted murder, but come on. Right. It's We're a WrestleMania moment, bro. cool, bro. It's
1: a WrestleMania moment, bro. <laughs> Good Lord. Are we dissecting WWE logic right now?
0: Yeah, we... We're dissecting wrestling, period. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. But
1: I mean, and I and I get it. Like it's a nostalgia thing. But I remember even thinking, like, oh, the NWO is
0: coming out, and I was excited. Mm-hmm. Like, That was fun, but made no sense. No, it it didn't make any sense, and. And you're right, like it because it was Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, the main thing we know about those guys is their buddies of Triple H. Yeah. So it should have been that they were helping Triple H. And then you got X Pac, who was also six, Right. Yeah. Well well, and that's the thing is such a
1: confusing moment. If DX came out and then the NWO came out and they like had a face off and then like somehow like we see like the click versus the W I don't know, like it's hard to it's hard to say how, how that would have worked, but that's also one of those things where it's just like, just do it. Just do it. you know, Because it'll be fun. Yeah. It, it's, it's a memory for the people. Yeah. And I get that, but it's like this was not – this is not how it should have worked. Doesn't,
0: doesn't make it any less weird.
1: No, it does not. <laughs> yeah, definitely
0: a, definitely a weird one.
1: And I think, you know, they had planned for things to go better, but then, of course, that match with Seth Rollins did not go well. And...
0: Yeah, and, and I still say to this day, I think had Sting not been injured at that point, he would have been WWE champion oh, yeah. at, at one point because I think – I think they wanted his name on that list of the prestige. For sure. You know sure. what I mean? They wanted his name in there, but I he got injured. Well, so and
1: at the next WrestleMania, that's when Undertaker wrestled Shane. Yeah. Almost guaranteed that was supposed to be Sting.
0: Probably. And it probably would have been like that's where he dropped the title was to the Undertaker. Sure. Yeah. You know? And-
1: or you know they could, have, I mean, there's a lot of things they could, they could have had him win it at the Rumble, right, and then drop it at Elimination Chamber because of Taker, and then that sets up their sure. match. I mean, there's a lot they could have done, sure, yeah. But it just, it was just, it didn't end up going very well. But you know, things happen. It does. Well, we got a little bit of movie talk. What do you say we, uh, we dive into it here? Let's do it. This is. We're the movies here. This is. Break up and
0: bane, up at the movies yeah, oh, this is. Break up and bane, up at the movies yeah, oh, this is. Break up and bane, up at the movies yeah. Oh. Alright, fellas. Go ahead and take it from here. What you got now?
1: Big underscore bane, I'll tell you what we got now. Coming out very, very soon. I think uh June 22nd is the release date. Batman! The long Halloween. I am excited. It's a new uh, animated film from the DC universe, which I must say, they are killing it. Oh yeah, on the animated film market. Oh yeah, suck it, Marvel. Yeah, that's weird that that Marvel hasn't really been able to cross that stream as well. Like they've had a few
0: things, but nothing's really hit like like the DC stuff has. Yeah, even I feel like even DC's like ones that are not that good are still better than what Marvel's put out. Oh yeah, but um. I'm really looking forward to this. Anything with the title Halloween and put it in my veins. Well, and this is also going to be part one. With yes. part two
1: releasing, I think in July or August, so about a month later. Yeah. So that's again, they don't do that too often. They've done that with like uh, the Dark Knight Returns, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they did like the Death of Superman and Reign of the Superman. They did like yeah. two separate movies, um, but
0: not too terribly often. So I'm definitely interested in seeing what happens here. Me too. I'm. Uh, I'm. I, I don't know much about this story. So I don't even know how Halloweeny based it is, mm-hmm. but um, I'm, I'm I'm excited for it. I, I watched the trailer, which you have if you haven't seen it, it's
1: worth checking. Out. I've I've watched it, but it's been a little while since I've watched it. Yeah, I watched it just the other day because I was like,
0: man, that's that's
1: got to be coming up soon. And I was like, yeah. oh, June twenty second. Okay, that's like very very soon. And I think mm-hmm. that's when it's available. And that's gonna be. I wonder if that's gonna be on HBO Max as well. I don't know. It says uh, part one on June twenty second, part two uh, July twenty seventh. So about a month later. Uh, but usually they're available digitally even sooner than that. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. But and then of course following these two is going to be the injustice movie. Yeah. Which I, I think that. that. Like, they're really clicking on all all, ceil- all cylinders here.
0: But I know HBO Max kind of took over the DC Universe They app, did. So I wonder if this is going to be immediately available on HBO Max or if it'll just be like a few months after it gets released. Which yeah. either way, I'm fine with because I, I don't mind renting it and supporting that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? like, but, um, but it'd be cool to have it on HBO Max.
1: So it looks like, uh, according to Vudu, you can purchase it on June 22nd. You can rent it on July 6th. So okay. about two weeks later. I can wait
0: yeah. for that. I mean, yeah. Because yeah. it, it will be on HBO Max at some point. But. For
1: sure. But I, I think it's definitely when I... And the, the cover art looks absolutely phenomenal. So yeah. I know the Joker's in it and a lot of other villains are in it as well. So I'm for looking sure. forward to it, man. Oh, yeah. Should be good times. Well, we got a little bit of toy talk here. What do you say we dive into it? Let's do it. Here
0: we go. Open the box. It's the part of the show. We'll break your Do a bit of toy talk. Yo, open the box, it's the ball of the show we we'll break your remain, do a bit of toy talk
1: Alright, Big Underscore Bane For a little toy talk, I'm going to throw it at you with this um, Zombie Sailor Toys, we've talked about them uh, quite a bit Heels and Faces is now officially, as, as of this airing mm-hmm. Available for pre-order Nice. Wave 1, they have announced officially Remember, we always said they were going to be under forty dollars. Well, they're thirty nine ninety five, <laughs> which is what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, two so after tax it'll be like forty three dollars. Well, yeah, and then shipping. Yeah, so a limit of two of each wrestler per person. There will be complete sets available to add to your cart in one click. U.S. and Canada shipping only. Um, and then he put this on there, and I was I want to read this to you and kind of get your thoughts for those saying this is quote unquote expensive. Have you ever seen what the manufacturing costs on toys are? Probably not. Every single one of our figures has brand new individually sculpted bodies. A figure like a Marvel Legends or WWE Elite have the same body used over and over and over again. And uh, the cost of hundreds of thousands of pieces. We have brand new bodies for each figure. Over only 2,500 pieces um, per individual. Mm -hmm. Sure, in the future we will reuse a body here or there. But nothing like you've seen in the big box mass market Products We've employed industry industry legends such as Ron Rudat, the original Hasbro designer, to bring these to life. We literally uh, spared no expense to bring the best to the table. No one else was doing anything like this, and I can assure you no one else will come even close. If you wanted it cheaper, it would be cheap. High-quality paints, factory-made, realistic sculpts, and wrestlers get paid directly a percentage of every one of their figures sold. I can positively tell you, most of these wrestlers will get paid more for their figures with Zombie Sailor than by a billion-dollar company. Their estimated delivery is December through February. Uh, so they are expensive, and I get what he's saying. Like
0: I, I get what he's saying, too, and I appreciate the fact that he's paying them directly. Yeah. I get that. Uh, however, you're the one that's choosing to do individual sculpts for the body. Right. I mean, there's a reason why Hasbro did one to two, maybe three different bodies. Yeah. Because it's cheaper. Like, nobody cares about that. You know, I well, don't feel like we care about the head sculpts a lot more than we care about the body. A lot of the
1: same legs were used different for different guys. Yeah. And I mean, I know, like, certain guys had their own tooling and stuff and all that. Is it's I've always heard, like, usually per way, they can spend X amount of dollars for tooling. So, mm-hmm. they're like, all right, we need all the tooling for this one. So, we're going to hold back on these two and just kind of re-release Like, I remember I had El Matador as a kid, Mm -hmm. and he was exactly like Jake the Snake. Yeah. Everything about it was the exact same figure. So, yeah, I still wanted him because I wanted El Matador, but it's like, that's why they did that. Mm -hmm. So, but it was also back in the day a $5 figure. Right. And also, did you know these don't have actions? $40 is $40,
0: brother. Well,. Apparently, it costs if, more to have the actions. Well, yeah. If it was actions, it'd be a $60, 70 figure. And that's that was like... I wouldn't have chosen Hasbro style. If my figures were going to cost that much, I wouldn't have chosen Hasbro. I would have gone with a more elite style figure. Why is that? Just because that's more because common? It, well, no, because it looks more like a statue. Yeah. Whereas Hasbro looks cartoony.
1: and if, But that actually, to me... And, again, everyone's different, so we may have different opinions here. But I like the cartoony look. I, that's why I like Hasbro. Right, But, like you know, like the Storm Collectibles, they're $50
0: figures. It makes sense because... And it, so you you might be more willing, like, okay, I get that because it looks so good. Well, and there's also so, many, so much articulation on that. There's a lot of moving parts, literally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it makes sense. They look more realistic. It's more like a statue. This looks like a toy, and you're wanting me to pay $40 for one tiny... Six inch t- toy. Four inch. Four inch, <laughs> inch toy. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. So I I
1: love the Hasbro line. and you know Cello toys are doing these too. Mm-hmm. And I also found out because I, I did order the Nick Aldis from them just because I was kind of curious. And so th- this might be weird. I don't know. I I'd like get everyone's thoughts. But the back of the package shows him standing there, the figure. Yeah. And there's an image of his arm up. And then like arrows where it's like swiping down, but he doesn't do that. Apparently not. They don't have actions either. Yeah. Now I've talked to some people about it, like Travis Fowler and others, and I was like, well, I never used the actions as a kid. I didn't pull like Razor Ramon's arm back to do the clothesline. I never did. But it was always kind of cool that they had them. Right. So these, does it bother me they don't have them? No. Mm -hmm. But it's like it's not a Hasbro. I don't. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like Mattel, they did the retro line. Like they all had the the mechanism for the action, right. and I'm like, I ne- but I never needed that. Yeah, but it was kind of cool that it was part of it. I don't know. Like it's and even those were like ten, twelve dollars. They were ten, ten to twelve. Um, they kind of varied, and I kind of wonder now if they see like oh, Zombie Sailor Can sell a Dino Bravo for forty, mm-hmm. we could sell these for twenty.
0: Nah, they they might up their price though, if they can maybe up them to fifteen, and I think that's about as high as they can go. Uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, you know, you're right because I like, and I don't mean this in a negative way, but like, there's plenty of people who would probably spend twenty dollars on those figures. Well, and that's what I mean though. Like, if someone's going to spend forty, then they would spend twenty. But I, I, like, I'm saying, like, me personally, I wouldn't. Right. If these were like priced, they don't even have to be $12, 15 dollars. Like Mattel, obviously being a very independent small company, you probably can't afford to you know make enough to mass produce them enough to be able to make them that that low but dude 40 bucks it's a lot i mean you're talking after shipping 50 bucks yeah that's a lot of money for a guy that i don't give a flying f about now would that if there was a specific guy would that change your opinion that you really wanted there's there's nobody that they've mentioned.
1: Well, but, but I mean, but if there was,
0: yeah, I I doubt it. Yeah, you know, uh, if if I I've said this whole time, Adam Bomb and Wrath, I'll probably get like those figures. But if like, yeah, because they're cello toys, right? If they end up being the same amount of money, I'm probably not gonna buy it. Well, they're
1: gonna be about that much. Yeah, probably, so I'm probably, probably, probably thirty five. Probably not gonna buy it.
0: Yeah, because that's a lot of money for something that's well, just gonna sit in a box in my room, spare room. Those are made
1: in England, so yeah. Shipping over is going to be, and then that's what I factor in with the whole price and stuff. But yeah, there are some people online that do sell them, but again, they're going to be a little bit more expensive. I was told 25 plus shipping for those. Yeah. So probably 30, you know, yeah. 30, 30, I mean,
0: 33, somewhere in there. 30 is doable. Yeah. That's doable, I feel like, because that, that makes sense. But when you reach 45 $50 like after shipping, that's crazy, man. That's like a freaking water bill for that much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, I guess it
1: depends on what you want to spend your money on, of course, but
0: right um,
1: now to kind of dive in on those a little bit more. Do you think that these would do better if he released them one at a time instead of an entire wave? Meaning like, so let's say you have a lot of Hasbro's and you're like, ah, (coughs) Dino Bravo fits. Like he's the only one that I'm like interested in honestly, because maybe Sabu, but like Dino fits in with, the original Hasbro line. Sure. So I'm like, oh, he would be a fun one to have. If it was just him by himself, <coughs> even if it is 40 bucks, that's a little easier than trying to drop a couple hundred on these. Oh, yeah, sure. And to me, who was in the first wave? So the first wave is uh, Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, uh-huh. uh, Dino Bravo, Sabu, and Earl Hebner. See,
0: I think I would honestly say and I'm probably way wrong about this, but I would honestly say the last three are probably going to be your highest sellers. Like in that wave, I would think Matt Cardona and um, Brian Myers will probably sell worse than the other three. You think so? I think so, just because we've had a ton of both their figures, right?
1: First ever Dino Bravo, so right. that that automatically is like oh, and he's a Hasbro, which he was never made in that form, so it's right. like oh okay right how long has it been since we've had a Sabu figure right and and that's another thing too is like if they sign someone like Haku Mm -hmm. like I'd be like oh okay because we never had a Hasbro Haku right like I mean there's and obviously you know you can go to someone like Jason Wolf who's making a lot of these figures which is those are handmade and that's totally different than what Zombie's doing but it's a different thing it's a different strategy Um, but I also feel like that post was him throwing that last sales pitch there like I want you to understand why these are so expensive because maybe people are
0: thinking, okay, I'd spend twenty bucks on those. Oh, they're 40.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, no, and and I get I get why they're so expensive. I knew being an independent company that you don't have the resources to get things as cheap as Mattel, because Mattel That's why high-end toys are always more expensive. Right. And with Mattel, they are probably buying 10 times the amount of the figures that that company is right. That zombie sailor is. So of course they can get a better deal and make them cheaper. Even if they were to do different sculpts for every single figure, they're buying like 10 times the amount that you are. Right. So of course they can get them cheaper because everything's cheaper in bulk. Right. And so I, I'm not like annoyed that they're that expensive. I expected it to be that expensive, but with it being set in stone that this is how much they're going to be. It's like, yeah, probably not gonna buy them. Yeah, I remember. Um,
1: so Super Seven is mm-hmm. another company that makes high end figures, and there's they they were releasing. Of course, they did New Japan, and then they were releasing the Ninja Turtles Ultimates, which looked really cool. Yeah, forty five dollars each, and I was like, well, those are fun, but damn, that's a lot of money, you know. Mm. And um, but when I saw the case and the figure, I'm like, I get it. Right, I get forty five dollars. Yeah. These are forty, and it's a Hasbro, Yeah. and I'm like, hmm. And it's also going
0: to be on like the same type of backing that Hasbro's were,
1: right? And you know, back in the day, those were like three to four or five dollars, you yeah. know, or three for ten at KB if you caught the the good sales. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I mean, I think I think there you might see a lot more picking and choosing. Um, yeah. Because that's it a lot of money now. Granted, there's also like. Klarna and stuff, right? And so that might be a way for people are like, okay, well, if it's $215, you divide that by four, what is that, like 57, something like that? I don't know the exact mm-hmm. number, but it's a lot less to spend. But it is a lot overall, but I don't know. It depends on how bad you want them.
0: Yeah, and even with Klarna, I would still be picking and choosing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't buy the whole set just because I can do it in four installments. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because it still, is a lot
1: It is a lot of money. Yeah. Well, we yeah uh, we
0: got some talk with uh, Beach Bods and Backbreakers. What do you say we dive into it? Let's dive into it, Breaker. Um, so of course we've already announced the main event, which is a PHPW Championship. Drew Vinsel versus Tier One Travis Fowler. Tier, Absolutely. Tier One's been on a tear, and uh, Drew Vinsel looking to become the first ever two time PHPW Heavyweight Champion uh then we also have the tag team championship on the line we announced last week doing the favor taking on the inevitable assassins point of profit and jason wolf our new tag team champions our new tag team champions their first title defense coming up um, here in a couple weeks
1: i'm looking forward to it
0: then we are also having a number one contenders match as mike the cleaner takes on soda hunter elvis aliaga and jordan zeilinger jordan zeilinger getting yet another effing chance this how are these guys getting like six chances? That's what I don't I know. know, but we got Mike the Cleaner, and Soda Hunter. So both those guys have been kind of uh, in different spots in the Definitely. past couple of months. So Definitely. they're getting they're getting another shot here. We also announced the Gatekeeper Championship on the line as Dmitry Alexandrov challenges Ethan Chambers for the Gatekeeper Championship. That could be the sleeper hit of the night. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. And we also announced the King of the Mountain Championship as Eric Barker, Scranton Strangler, Ricky the Roper Rex, Prison Mike, John Webb, Chuckles the Clown, Jack Gamble all try to take over David Thomas and become the new King of the Mountain Champion. So David Thomas, of course, our first ever King of the Mountain champion, but that
1: is quite a challenge with uh, eight individuals, yes, so or seven other individuals, and and all of them gunning for you. So like, I I'm gonna call it right now. We're gonna see a new King of the Mountain champion at
0: Beach Bods and Backbreakers. There's a one and eighth chance of you I, successfully retaining. I that like title. David Thomas. I think he could be a huge star here in PHPW. But come on, man. Yeah, they ain't pulling it off. Yep. So we have two more matches to announce and. We're going to announce the first one right here. The Die Hard Championship is on the line as Kreger takes on Dobro. After Dobro showed us the Reaper last month. Been a little bit uh, curious as to what was going to happen next. We'll hear the past couple weeks, Kreger decided to uh, kind of, you know, Put his nose in, you know Dobro's face, mm-hmm. get in his face, and it, it's kind of looking like I, 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 as I was calling it, I mean sneak attacks, things like that happen. and Kreger just coming from behind, attacking Dobro, and I decided, you know what, hell, let's just see this match. Let's I want to see it. Let's put the Die Hard championship on the line, Dobro. Now it's up to Dobro if he wants to be all fun and games, house of positivity, or if he wants to bust out the Reaper. I mean, it's it's totally his call. That's the thing about Dobro. You never know what you're going to get. Absolutely, he is like a box of chocolates.
1: He absolutely is. So, but the Die Hard championship, as we've as we've seen in the past, they have been uh, nothing short of like a car wreck. You yes, know, they total, absolutely are total carnage. Uh, anything can happen, and uh, Krager knows all about it. Obviously, because he's he's the a new
0: champion, but mm-hmm. you know he's got quite a challenger. On his uh, heels there. He absolutely does. Well, we also have the uh, last match to announce. We, we've we been holding a tournament that started just this past Friday for the number one contendership for the Tag Team Championships. We have four teams. High-level Enterprise, the debuting Elite Eight Showdown. Oh, Tim we France, signed Tim France. That was big Chuck. That was a good idea. Yeah, great idea. Uh Then we also have Wreck My Faction and Fully Posable. Well, the first match, a couple of former tag champions in that. Yes, the first match is Elite Eight Showdown taking on High Level Enterprise. Mm. That match breaker. I mean, Big Chuck's a former PHPW champion, but as a team, yeah. I don't see them beating High Level Enterprise. Well, here's the thing: they did not. Okay, there we However, go. However, High Level Enterprise had a little spat. Jack Gamble was hot dogging. Hot dogging. He was hot dogging. He he wasn't wanting to make the tag. John Webb got a little pissed off at him, and um, John John Webb came up to me after the show. and Said we forfeit. No kidding. We don't. Just, need, that's we're, it. We're not gonna. We're not gonna participate in this. I'm not participating in this. So, so is this? What does this mean for High Level Enterprise as a team? I we will find that out. That's why they are in the King of the Mountain Championship. Gotcha. So does that mean Elite Eight Showdown then moves on? Elite Eight Showdown does move on. So they will be in the match. However. We won't know until next Friday who their opponents are. So by the time next week's episode drops, you guys will have already found out because Beach bots and Backbreakers will have already happened. So if you want to know before the pay-per-view, check out our Patreon. But it'll either be Wreck My Faction or Fully Poseable. Interesting. So one of those two teams will face Elite Eight Showdown at our pay-per-view.
1: Absolutely. I'm
0: looking forward to it, man. Is that the entire card? That's the entire card. So we've got quite a card there uh, headed your way. Beach Bods and Backbreakers, what's the date on that again? That, my friend, let me pull up the calendar so I, I know the exact date, so I'm not looking like an idiot. That is June 26th. June 26th on YouTube. 8, 7
1: Central. That's right. So uh, get ready. It'll be a live uh, live feed, and yep. you can uh, see all the actions of Beach Bods and Backbreakers. Absolutely. You know, Tier 1's been uh,
0: been the champion for a long time, Big Underscore Bane. you think he's going to remain the champion? I don't know. You know, um I, I think I think it should be a an interesting match. I think it will be. I'm kind of I'm kind of pulling for uh, Drew Vincell a little bit.
1: Well, you know, former champion, he had some controversy. I'm glad he's getting a rematch because I think yeah. it'll be I think it'll be fun to
0: see what happens there. Yeah, um, you know, Tier One uh, backstage at Adrenaline was kind of giving kind of he's kind of been a little bit cocky, you know. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, just a, he's had a little bit of an attitude. Um, you know, I, you, when you're the champ, you know, it's okay. Um, I feel like he's, there's a reason. I mean, he's beaten everybody. Yeah. Longest running champion in yeah, company history. Yeah. I get it. Um, but you know, he's, 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 uh, getting, getting a little, a little too much, a little too much. Just re- take it back a little bit, pal. You know, um, you're the champ. I get it, but just don't, don't get in over your head. You know, what, what does that mean? I'm just saying, just, you know, take it easy, you know, take, take it take easy, take it easy, take her easy. You know, yeah, there's some just, advice from Big Underscore Bane. Just, 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 take, just take, take it easy. Take her easy, and
1: uh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say it. Like, if you're the champion, you have
0: a reason to be cocky. Maybe, maybe. But then again, champions are also flukes. But uh, champions are flukes. I mean, they can be. They're not fish. They can be. They can be. They can be fluke victories. So not. We'll, yeah, but not holding it for the better part we'll, of what four or five months we'll, now. We'll see. We'll see on Sunday if you know he's still the champion. Saturday. I, I, Saturday I mean, Saturday. I like Drew
1: Vinsel's chances, but I, I think Tier One's ready. We'll find out. We will find out. We're going to, Big underscore band. We got to go to uh, some tournament action here. Um, of course, we already know Jimmy King has advanced to the semifinals. Yep. Yep. Our, our second semifinal match: Randy the Ram versus Thunder Lips. And let me tell you, Big underscore band, this is a lot closer. Fifty eight percent to forty two percent. Your winner moving on to the semifinals: Thunder Lips. Yeah, thank God. So uh, kind of. A close match, but I, I kind of assumed it would be Thunderlips. Yeah. I just thought, like, okay, I like Randy the Ram, but I mean, it's Thunderlips, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this week's match is going to be an interesting one. We have Captain Insano, the Revolting Blob.
0: Who do you got? The winner faces Jimmy King in the semifinals. Ooh, so Captain Insano and the Revolting Blob. Both from first Adam round. Yeah. yeah. First round. I'm uh, Captain Insano. I mean, it's got to be, right? Yeah, it's Captain Insano. I mean,
1: we haven't seen anything Captain Insano related to AEW yet, but I think we will. I think we will, too. And at that point, he definitely would win. But depending on what happens here, I think it'll it'll have to be him. Because, I mean, the revolting blob was such a weird minor character. I mean, Captain Insano, I guess, was, too. Yeah. Although he was kind of the driving force to the water boy becoming who he was. But, yeah, uh, but yeah it's got to be Captain Insano, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, and then, of course, next week we'll have Bonesaw
0: McGraw and Nacho from Nacho Libre. But, yeah, I, I feel like we're, uh, we're we're throwing Nacho to the wolves here. Yeah, know? for I sure. Mean, I Nacho against Kid Muscle would have been Nacho. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. And I mean, but we, we we're putting Nacho in there with Bonesaw. Bonesaw is getting three minutes of play time. You know, it's not fun. Well, Nacho would have probably fared better also against the revolting blob.
1: Yes. But Captain Insano and Bonesaw would have been a r- ridiculously crazy first round match. If I, yeah, if if
0: I would, because that could be our finals, honestly. If if I would have set this tournament tournament up better, I could have had Nacho in the finals. If I would have rigged the system,
1: no, possibly
0: could have had Nacho in the finals. I I don't think Kid Muscle
1: would have advanced either way. But even if Nacho wins, he's facing Thunderlips. I mean,
0: right? Some, I mean we, we we put him on the side where he's gonna lose.
1: Yeah, unfortunately.
0: But, well, I mean, he's, he's going to lose win. no matter what side he's on. But You really want Nacho to pull it out,
1: though, well, aren't you? He's, he's my favorite. <laughs>
0: he's, he's the best.
1: Okay, well, we also got to discuss this. This is uh, AEW um, Unrivaled Series 5, uh, Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, this is part of that new wave that just recently released. And, uh, of course, tag team partners with Luchasaurus. I think the likeness on it's great. Of course, Jungle Boy kind of being more of a bland gear individual, there's not a lot they could do with it. But I feel like they really capture the likeness
0: very, very well. This young man has the longest torso of anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, like in real life or the in, figure? In both. I mean, but they, yeah, absolutely captured him to a T because that is a long-ass torso on this figure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks great. But, yeah, he, he does have a very bland look. Um, it's weird. It's so, like Tarzan, though, right? I mean, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his tights are brown on the figure. Is that, are his tights brown in real life? I think that. I think so. Oh, I thought they were, I always thought they were black. Well, there's a picture on the back that might show better. They look black to me, but maybe it's just a dark brown. Let me see. Um,
1: yeah, they definitely look black, but, I don't know, it's hard to say. He he wears his trunks really low too, which may also be why why his torso looks so long. Yeah, I mean, 'cause like they're they're very, very low. Yeah. I mean, some guys like Hogan always pulled his above his navel. Yeah. Which I saw a picture of him floating around with like wearing a speedo and it was showing his big bulging gut. Oh, I've seen that. And it's like he never wore wrestling trunks that skimpy. Like why would he why would he do that? Like what a weird thing to show showing off his granddad, Bod. I guess. I don't know. I just yeah. thought that was very, very strange. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah the jungle boy figure uh, pretty cool one uh, it's cool to see some more of the the young talent kind of uh get their first
0: figure in the line, which is fun absolutely i got a, I got a question about jungle boy for sure you. he is uh he's the number one contender right now correct Is that weird that he's the number one contender like um it feels so soon to me with him it is. Well, I mean, I don't think he's gonna win, though. No, he's not. I, I I don't I don't think so. But it's it feels weird that he's in that top spot already. Yeah. Um, and also, too, every now and then I hear Jim Ross calling him Jungle Boy Jack Perry, which is his name. Yeah. But he only goes by Jungle Boy. I really wonder if you know when they do push him and keep him in that main event scene, if he'll add Jack Perry and just Jungle Boy would be his nickname, but he's Jack Perry. I feel like that would actually fit him better. Yeah, to be
1: Jungle Boy Jack Perry, but maybe he didn't want to put the Perry in there because of his dad. Right, I don't know. But Jungle Boy is kind of a strange name. Yeah, in the concept it, of pro wrestling, it doesn't. I think. Well, to me, like again, I, Jungle Boy. It's and maybe AEW is obviously different, but Jungle Boy is not your champion.
0: Well, and that's what I was gonna say. Like. It doesn't. It doesn't scream main event of right. their biggest pay per view of the year, right? To me, Um which I don't. I don't think he's wrestling
1: on the pay per view. I think it's going to be a dynamite match. Yeah. But still, yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: So I don't know. It's just strange. I love Jungle Boy though. I think he's the more I watch him, the more I respect him. And, and like, yeah, he's damn good. And the crowd's really getting behind him, which right. is really fun. So yeah. I,
1: I, I think he's got a huge upside. But it's just, it'll be interesting to see what happens as time goes on. Yep. But um, I'm glad, again, a lot of these guys are getting their first ever figures because almost Absolutely. I feel like almost every line that they've done, every wave, there's almost been like at least one guy that's never had a figure before. And I'm like, that's really cool. Right. Getting these guys do their first ever action figure. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, we'll get the Christian cages and, you know, the big shows and all those sure. guys. And that's fine. But it's like, give me some of the new guys, too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, Big Underscore Bane, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Let's just plug it up. Oh, of course, we got to throw that out to our uh, podcasting buddies. Fully Posable, The Wrestling Figure Podcast with Jeff and Scott. Always a fun listen. And, of course, uh, Scott has his other podcast, Drunk Wrestling History. Yes. Uh, doing the Favor with Eric and Barry, another fun one. I One of my go-tos. Love listening to that show. The Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast with Steve and Eric. Another great listen over there. Uh-huh. Ringside Rant with RJ. The Leisure and Lariats Podcast with my buddy Ruthless Ryan Davidson. Yep. Um, elite eight showdown with old big Chuck and Tim. I haven't listened to them in a while, but, um, yeah. And you know, big Chuck is always, you know, he's big Chuck.
0: Yeah. He's big Chuck. Uh, you know, he did say that he wants, still wants to come down and, uh, fight me and he wants to bring Tim along so he can fight you in, um, I think that's probably in, a good idea in the, in front of my, uh, uh, grandparents old house that we're trying to sell. And, uh, yeah, I, if you want to come down to Tulsa, be my guest. You know, I will uh, I will show you how a curb tastes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't often
1: tell people that I'm going to uh, Dan Severn your ass and just drop yeah. you on your head. But I will. Yeah, I absolutely will. Uh, so,
0: yeah. Other than that, you know, uh, great show. I mean, yeah, definitely check those guys out.
1: And I know they're your best buddies. Yeah. Good good guys.
0: <laughs> good guys over there.
1: Yeah. Of course, we also got boot to the face, um, Tales from the Estate, but Drew Vinsel. I Actually, got shout out Drew Vinsel. It's his birthday today as we record this.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. Yes. I need to tell him happy birthday before I forget. Yeah, definitely. Drew Vintzel, great good. Now, I, I got to tell a story. He on has him terrible right taste in French fries, but he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're putting over Wendy's fries as being so good. I, just just to give Drew hell, just to give him hell. Uh, no, I I absolutely absolutely
1: do love that show though. Yeah. Uh, so this show. is this is a fun fun thing for. This is how good of a guy Drew is. So my nephew loves wrestling, as everyone knows, and uh, he'll occasionally just watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, and he doesn't mm-hmm. understand the concept of these guys aren't there anymore. Yeah. And so he loves El Torito, and so of course, anytime you see El Torito, you see the Matadors. Sure. And he's told me he really wants the Matadors figures, and I'm like, well, they're not there anymore. So, yeah. I know they made elites for him, but I'm like, oh, hopefully they're not that expensive. So I put it out on on Twitter. Hey, does anyone has the Matadors? Um, let me know. I'd like to to you know buy trade whatever. Yeah, I, I want to get the Matador elite figures. And uh, Drew messages me back. Hey man, I got them. Shoot me your address. I'll send them to you. I was like, oh, thanks. How much? He goes, nope, just. I'll just send them to you. I'll be damned. And I'm like, well, man, they're for my nephew, but like, you really don't have to. I'll definitely pay you for them. He's like, nope, that's okay. I'll just send them to you. Like, that's how good of a guy Drew Vinsel is. And I'm not saying like you need to send free stuff to people, but like that really shows how cool of a dude he is and how how awesome the 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 figure community can be. Now Twitter can be a cesspool for sure, yeah. but like we have a good group of people. Well, and, that, I, and I'm I'm happy about that. That
0: just shows how much he likes you more than me because I asked him. If he had a figure and he said, yeah, I'll ship it to you for 80 bucks. So, well, I mean, clearly he doesn't like me as much as he likes you. Well,
1: you can uh, you can do that and buy you some new Raisin Bran Crunch or something. Yeah, I don't well, know. That well, weird. I mean, I
0: guess I will. I guess I'll just <laughs> eat, eat Raisin Bran Crunch in the dark. You got to make
1: money sometimes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Can't knock, that that can't, never happened. Can't knock the hustle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I thought that was really cool. So yeah, cool. once again, thanks to, thanks to Drew Vinsel for that. For sure. And of course, now my nephew, not understanding how mail works, calls me every day from my sister's phone. Where is it at? Uh, my figures come in yet? I'm like, no, not yet, pal. <laughs> like It's going to be a little bit, uh, but always fun. Um, yeah. n- another great podcast, Wreck My Podcast with Jordan Zeilinger and his dudes over there. So Absolutely. definitely check out that show. It's super fun. Yep. Trivia with Buds with Ryan Buds. Pulling up a chair with a chair shot is another great one. Mm-hmm. Um, recently had Adam Baum on, and now the guy does the Has Book, which is kind of like a uh, guide to all the Hasbro figures, which is really cool. Yeah. And then uh, Night of the Nerdy Laser podcast, a new podcast from Richard over there. Check that out. Mm-hmm. And then Howlin' with the Wolf with our buddy Jason Wolf. Yes. And of course, uh, The Chop Shop, The uh, Wolf Club. I believe, as of this recording, I'm gonna do a double check real quick. I believe it is still available. If you want to sign up for the Chop Shop over at DoyleDraws.com, I do know he is working on a lot of stuff right now. I don't know if uh, if you've seen some of the stuff he's done lately. He's doing a lot of uh, yeah, but it's still available, so you can pick it up. He's he was showing some of the things he's he's been working on for individuals, but I mean, like I've seen Killer Bees, I've seen. Beautiful Bobby Eaton, the great Muda. I mean, he does amazing work on these custom figures. So yeah. if there's some holes in your Hasbro collection that you want to get, you know, filled with some new characters, Jason Wolf's definitely got guy to talk to. Absolutely. Uh, wrestling comic books, uh, To Be the Man, Evil Ain't Good, Grapple Hold, uh, Tales from Planet Wrestletopia. topia You can get those on Amazon. You can get them on Comixology. Check out those wrestling comic books. Yes. Uh, our other side projects. Of course, uh, you know it's fake right with me. And uh my guest this week was a guy named baracus who um indie wrestler out of St. Louis, also a big figure fan. So yeah. Check that out. And then next week, uh, you know who my guest is? Big underscore bane Who's that? Big Chuck. Oh boy. <laughs> Old Big Chuck is yeah. gonna be on the show. So we actually had a fun conversation. Um we kinda it was mostly all wrestling, which is interesting, but you know, Big Chuck's a wrestling fan. So that's kinda how we found them and Hearing him talk a little wrestling is always fun. Sure. And then, of
0: course, no holds barred with Bill Venus still rocking and rolling over there, I can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week we, uh, we talked about, you know, um, Bill talked about what, what you should be doing at seminars and how to, how to handle yourself at one of those. But he,
1: I thought, like, who's going to teach Bill? He's already so good. Right. 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 And, um, what a weird thing to do a podcast on. Yeah. That's what
0: I thought. But then he's also (laughs) trying to do five meals a day. um, But all tacos. Well, his dumb ass didn't realize that it's supposed to be five small meals a day. And so he's just eating five giant meals a day and he bulking season, bulking season. Yes. In the summertime, which is a terrible idea. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm dealing with over there this week. Uh, It was, it was, it was uh, exciting to say the least. Good Lord. What an idiot. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, so there's those shows. And then, of course, me and Travis Fowler have a new show called the TB Toy Cast. If you're a toy collector, you might enjoy that. We just dropped Episode 8 this past week on American Gladiators, Mm -hmm. which is a fun one. So if you want to hear about that, check it out. Next week will be DC Superpowers. Yeah. So we're we're diving into all the cool stuff there.
0: Absolutely. Uh, All
1: of Bane's music, you can check that out on uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your tunes. Mm -hmm. Patreon.com forward slash BBPH. If you want to support us, you can check out the... the, uh, The Energy Shot once a week, PHPW Adrenaline, I am going to, just today, I'm going to record some new episodes for a no Breaker Retro Gamer episode. Nice. Hopefully that'll be dropping in the next couple of weeks, and uh, all kinds of good stuff over there. Yeah. Uh, Average Panda Gear, Outsiders Beard Co., if you need some uh, workout gear or some beard balm, those Mm -hmm. are the places to get it. Yeah. And then all of our t-shirts. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, BBPH.redbubble.com and whatamaneuver.net. Search by store for Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, or Big underscore Bane also has a shirt store there as well. Oh yeah. Anything else you want to add, man? That is it. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker. I'm Bane. We'll see you guys in seven days. Peace easy.
0: Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It's good. It was really good. Pretty good.
1: That son of a bitch Eric Barker. You son of a bitch!
0: Can I dig it? Suck Nailed,
1: Nailed it. Nailed it. Perfect. Put, put it on the internet.